G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, if you're like me and you've been watching the fallout of what's been happening in the United States since the U.S. Supreme Court made a decision about same-sex marriage, you'll be astounded when you realise that there's been a political prisoner already in that nation. Talking about a lady named Kim Davis. And today, let's follow up with Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch, whose one of his latest articles is called Criminalising Christianity and Resisting Unjust Laws. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Well, Bill, this probably didn't take you by surprise. You've been monitoring these sorts of things in various nations around the world, the fallout from what happens when there is a change to laws about homosexuality and Christians get caught up in that because they simply can't change the word of God, change their conscience when it comes to doing what is right. Uh, What are your thoughts on what's happened with Kim Davis this week? Yeah, it's been quite a story, and as you say, certainly no surprises whatsoever. In fact, my last book, I gave about 200 examples of Christians who were thrown in jail or fined or lost their jobs simply for resisting the homosexual juggernaut. Whenever you grant special rights, certainly marriage rights to this group, uh, it impacts everybody. Everybody is going to be negatively impacted, and, uh, well... Kim Davis knows all about this. She, um, well, she just got released hours ago, but she spent five hours in jail for refusing to issue uh, fake marriage licenses. She uh, stood up bravely for the laws of the state of Kentucky, where she's a marriage clerk, and um, she's had to pay the price for uh, standing up to Christian conscience and standing against the dictates of five unelected lawyers on the Supreme Court who uh, struck down the laws of 50 states with judicial activism. So it's uh, open war has been declared in America, and already we've had our first political prisoner. And you note too, Bill, there's been nearly 200 examples of Christians who've been jailed or fined or fired from their jobs. Uh, and uh, this is perhaps the tip of the iceberg of what is to come. Yeah, so as I say, those are just some of the examples that I've uh, uh, featured in my recent book, but that's, you know, those numbers are, there'd be thousands by now. Uh, as we say, whenever special rights are granted to homosexuals, and we've got about 20-plus countries now with homosexual marriage, everybody is expected to toe the line, the government gets in bed with the activists big time, even though they keep saying, why should the government be involved in our lifestyle? Well, now they're making sure the government is involved and everybody must agree with their agenda or suffer the consequences. So religious freedom is under attack, uh, freedom of conscience, freedom of speech. All of these great 
things of a democracy are now under attack big time, and it's really coming from the homosexual militants and uh, states that have uh, decided to run with their agenda, even though they make up a teeny proportion of the population. Everybody else is now at risk, and Kim Davis has certainly discovered this. Interestingly, Bill, and just uh, reflecting on an article I read about Kim Davis, that she hadn't actually broken any law in Kentucky. Just because the Supreme Court judges made a decision about the law actually didn't change the law. So she hasn't broken the law, but she's still been thrown into jail. Absolutely. She upheld the law. She was elected. Uh, with a 75% vote to uphold the laws of the state of Kentucky, and that's exactly what she did. Uh, homosexual marriage is illegal in Kentucky, as it is in most American states. So she has been faithfully upholding the law, and by refusing to go along with sham marriage, uh, she was thrown in jail. So, yeah, absolutely. She's the law keeper here, whereas, like we say, the five uh, lawyers on the Supreme Court, they're the lawbreakers. They had no right whatsoever to create new laws. Their job is to interpret existing law. That's not the role of the Supreme Court to create and make laws, but that's effectively what they've done. They struck down the laws of all 50 U.S. states in their recent ruling on marriage, and, uh, well, this is what we call judicial activism. Unelected, unrepresentative judges uh, simply making law based on their own, uh, in this case, secular humanism, and forcing all 300 million Americans to abide by what these five men and women think. So this is the real crime. These are the guys who should be punished but instead it's ordinary Christians who are being thrown in jail. And this is, as we say, the tip of the iceberg. More and more believers are going to be facing jail time for standing up for their own Christian faith. Bill, it seems to me most Christians are very happy to remain peace-loving citizens, not rocking the boat, not making ripples. But there is a sense here, isn't there, that with law changes like that, uh, there's almost a demand on believers to exercise some level of civil disobedience. Well, anybody who's read their Bible or church history knows this is exactly, uh, uh, you know, it's not a one we jump into willingly or eagerly, but as a last resort, as a prayerfully, carefully considered option, it is a way to go for many Christians when they have no other choice. I mean, think of Peter and Paul in jail you know, Peter saying, you know, we must serve God rather than man. And, then, you know, he got thrown in jail as a result when he was told he couldn't preach the gospel. Well, he had a higher law to appeal to. The Bible is full of this, whether the Hebrew midwives or Daniel or Daniel's three friends, Jeremiah disobeyed laws. Uh, New Testament is full of it, as we said. And then, of course, you've got examples all throughout uh, history the founding fathers of America, people like Martin Luther King Jr., who talked about the difference between just and unjust laws, and he uh, even appealed to Augustine about the need to uh, uh, be willing to break unjust laws and suffer the consequences. So this is all part of Christian tradition. Sure, we don't want to go to jail, we don't want to be troublemakers, 
But if we're going to finally stand up for what's right, for marriage and family, and say no to judicial activism and tyranny, which is creeping in all over the West, well, we're going to start finding we may need to um, disobey uh, and suffer the consequences. Bill, the struggle I think that many Christians have is that this challenge comes in a disguise, and the disguise is in a definition of the word love. And mm. these relationships are described as loving relationships, and, and we get caught up in that. But there is a sense, isn't there, that with that false definition of what love is, there is a need to resist what comes with this false definition, which is really, you could class it as tyranny. Mm. Yeah, well, absolutely right. Well, first of all, a lot of what people call today love is little more than lust, of course, so we need to get that right. But even if it is real love, well, love can exist in many places. Two elderly sisters can have an emotional, loving relationship. But that, of course, is not marriage. There's all kinds of... Uh, close, effective relationships, which the state never recognizes, uh, because it's not marriage. But now when we redefine marriage and change the laws and the meaning of the very term, well, then, of course, we end up criminalizing anybody who, who dares to still stand with the accepted meaning of marriage. Uh, so when governments get into the game of granting special rights to teeny minority groups like the homosexual activists, uh, everybody is expected to play the game. Everybody is expected to agree. And if you don't, if you dare to differ, you will suffer the consequences. So again, this uh, false idea of love, this redefining of marriage and family, everybody is impacted negatively if you don't agree. And we really got to get our heads out of the sand. Every single one of us are going to be expected to pay the price, perhaps like Kim Davis if we stand true to the biblical teaching on marriage. So Kim Davis, a political prisoner, and we've been discussing the criminalizing of Christianity. I'll point you to Bill Muhlenberg's uh, article this week called Criminalizing Christianity and Resisting Unjust Laws. Uh, Bill Muhlenberg, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Great to be with you again. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.